Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again State Representative Randy Fry. Good morning to you, Randy, and how are you doing on this Monday? Well, good, Tom. Thank you. Uh, good to have you back after a week of uh, going out and getting your batteries recharged, and uh, we miss you. Good to have you back. Oh, well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And, uh, of course, um, it, uh, while I was out and about, I did uh, keep tabs on uh, what was going on in Indianapolis uh, last week, and then... Uh, Finally, uh, conclusion to the special session, and, uh, and of course, the uh, the big uh, headline grabber, uh, Senate Bill 1, and uh, this is the uh, abortion bill, and uh, can you kind of walk us through that, the process, and uh, what all is in that? Uh, you bet, Tom. What, uh, how this transpired is uh, Senate Bill 1 came over to the House last Monday. Uh, we debated it in committee, then uh, went through amendments on Thursday for second reading on Friday, we voted the bill out of the House. I believe it was 62 to 38 was the vote. Uh, then it went back over to the Senate, where the Senate could have dissented on, meaning they didn't agree with our changes, or they can concur. It means we agree with this House's changes, and they did concur, uh, and the Senate passed it 28 to 19. And so uh, we... Uh, uh, the bill uh, then is eligible to be signed by Governor Holcomb, which he did about an hour to two hours after the Senate passed it. So the bill goes into effect uh, September the 15th, and um, it is a uh, uh, historic bill, probably the most difficult bill Indiana General Assembly has ever dealt with since we became a state. Uh, first and foremost, uh, it uh, stops abortion as birth control. And, uh, but there are uh, some limited provisions in the bill. It allows for an abortion if the death or serious medical issue, illness of the mother. It allows for abortion for rape and incest up to 10 weeks. And it allows for uh, an abortion if there's a fatal fetal anomaly, meaning the child cannot live outside the womb. Now, um, this isn't a mandate. A mother who wants to carry her baby can do so. And uh, these are very limited uh, uh, provisions. However, these abortions must take place in a hospital or a facility owned by 51% of a hospital. So there'll be no more abortions in Indiana clinics. And uh, we believe that uh, this is the uh, strongest pro-life bill in the country. A bill that I supported, and uh, but it wasn't easy. Uh, there's a, a lot that went into this, a lot of discussion, and um, a lot of passion. Never met anybody who didn't have an opinion on this particular subject, and so uh, it was a, a very, very difficult week. But I think we uh, got we're in a pretty good place with the bill. Now, are you surprised at the uh, the uh, relative uh, brevity of the session? The fact that uh, you're looking toward um, uh, ending it on the uh, no later than the fourteenth, but uh, the fact that uh, this bill uh, came to uh, fruition so quick. I, well, I think Tom, what what took place? One, there's only it was only two bills moving. House Bill 1001, which we passed, died in the in the Senate. So uh, a lot of that content of that bill is in Senate Bill Two, but. Uh, so leadership, Speaker Houston in particular, worked with the Senate as our bill was being amended and passed to know what those senators would accept. 
we felt like if that bill went back to the Senate and it went to conference committee and this was prolonged, it would put the bill in jeopardy. And so we worked uh, to keep the bill fairly narrow so that when it went back over to the Senate, it had a very good chance of them concurring on it. And they did. And then they voted it out. So had they dissented, we would have went into the next phase uh, called conference committee where another committee hearing would have taken place uh, with senators and representatives at the table to try to determine uh, what, the, uh, what the final bill would be. So in this case, I, I think a lot of those conversations were happening as the bill went through the House, which expedited the process. And, of course, a lot of those who feel that, uh, you know, with uh, abortion rights, uh, folks uh, feel that uh, this is, um, you know, going to hurt women's health. Uh, what say you? Well, I, uh, for one thing, I, I don't believe it's hurting women's health. I believe it's saving the lives of babies. Um, a, uh, an abortion still can be obtained if there's a specific medical reason or a specific circumstance where the pregnancy was uh, certainly not consensual and uh, but mostly uh, Indiana is also going to support these moms it has long been my opinion that if you're going to require someone to carry this child to, to term that you better help them and so uh, there's there's money in the bill for prenatal care there's money in the bill for labor and delivery costs there's counseling for um, postpartum depression for a year there's uh, exemption now on diapers for sales tax uh, disposable diapers some believe that'll save the family 60 70 dollars a year uh, and and on it goes of different provisions that we're trying to make to make the uh, the possibility of getting this little person to life uh, uh, and, and a healthy life so uh, there's a million dollars in this bill for safe haven baby boxes. You know, we have 87 now. We dedicated one yesterday in BB. And so a mom who carries a baby to term and just simply cannot raise this child for whatever reason can surrender her child in a safe haven baby box and uh, has absolutely no responsibility whatsoever. The baby will then be adopted by a loving family and then be cared for for the rest of his life. So um, we're trying to make sure that when you uh, tighten these restrictions. You also um, show that you love both mom and baby. And you mentioned the uh, baby box being uh, dedicated yesterday in Vivi. And as far as the the ones in Ripley County, uh, and I know fundraising efforts have been going on. Uh, what are the status of those? Yeah, well, we already have one in operation at Margaret Mary Hospital in Batesville. Um, there is a baby box that's going to be installed in an EMS building in Versailles. That fundraising has uh, gone very well. Um, Myland is uh, having one installed there. That one's gone very well. And then Sunland uh, at their EMS station will have a baby box in it equally well. So the communities of Ripley County have stepped up and uh, done a great job of, uh, of getting behind these baby boxes. Um, this is simply uh, a necessity. Uh, some of these moms are young, and a lot of these babies are born at home, and and uh, so this is an option for us to uh, to uh, help a mom in crisis. You know, Tom, yesterday when we dedicated the box and baby, a little baby, a two-year-old boy named Samuel came, and Samuel was a baby from a baby box, healthy, wonderful little 
energetic two-year-old. So um, we're, we're not only talking about statistics and numbers, but we're talking about little people. And this little boy is as beautiful as he could be and uh, just full of energy like any two-year-old. So it's uh, encouraging. And then uh, getting back to uh, Senate Bill 1, uh, as far as uh, people voicing their opinions as, uh, you know, as best as what you could take, uh, uh, some of the comments, uh, was there a, a, a split or a majority one way or the other regarding uh, the abortion bill? You know, there was a lot of comments, and uh, we've got uh, the statistics. I can't tell you exactly what the split was, but there were probably more that wanted it more restrictive than there were who wanted less. Um, you know, we, uh, I, I talked to a friend of mine yesterday and I said, you know, if this bill was being debated in church, it would look different, but it was debated in a, uh, house of government and you've got in the house, 100 different representatives that come from every different background you can imagine. And you have to get 51 of those representatives to agree on the language before you get a bill. And everyone doesn't agree on what that language should be. And so uh, this was the most difficult bill to, uh, to come to a consensus on. It wasn't just party versus party, but it was um, it just it, every individual has a different opinion. Never met anyone didn't have an opinion on abortion. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out and we'll continue our conversation with State Representative Randy Fry and uh, take a look at uh, Senate Bill 2. And that's coming up right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with State Representative Randy Fry. And, of course, Randy, uh, Senate Bill 2 also was signed into law by the governor. And this was the reason, uh, mm-hmm. the original purpose behind the uh, the special session was the uh, tax relief. It is, uh, Tom. And the, the final bill, Senate Bill 2, is, uh, is will provide a $200 taxpayer rebate per taxpayer in the state of Indiana reason it went down from 225 to 200 is because a group of people were excluded in the original bill and that's the folks who don't pay income tax not because they're not they're they're uh, avoiding income tax but because they don't make enough they're required to pass the income tax and the uh, state surplus comes not only from income tax but it comes from sales tax it comes from gasoline tax and so uh, we wanted to make sure that everyone's included it's still over a billion dollars is being sent back to the taxpayer and um, those uh, uh, are that money's real. It was money that uh, the taxpayer sent to the state. It's not borrowed. It's not. Uh, it's it's real dollars coming from the state's uh, accounts, coming back to the taxpayer. So those will begin coming back in September, and uh, uh, you uh, family of, uh, filing jointly have four hundred dollars. Uh, that is their money. You can use it for whatever you want, or you can save it. Uh, whatever you want to do with it. So, and uh, we also capped the gasoline use tax at 29.5 cents. So it can't go higher than that. So if gasoline goes back up to uh, where it was earlier and uh, gets up close to 
for the $5 a gallon, uh, we have cat, the gasoline tax can't go any higher than 29.5 per gallon. So um, I, I think that's a, a really good place for us to be as well. Now, does that uh, have a deadline or anything? Uh, does it, uh, uh, is that a certain uh, shelf life, uh, shall we say, as far as uh, capping the uh, gas sales tax? It's 20, through 2023. Okay, so that's uh, – and is um, – so is that at the end of calendar year, twenty twenty three? Or yes, okay. It wouldn't be fiscal year, calendar year. All right. And then, as far as uh, support for expectant uh, mothers and children, was that? Uh, I understand that that was part of uh, Senate Bill two. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, the, um, it provides for prenatal care. It provides for uh, um, care for labor and delivery through Medicaid for those who. Uh, or in that income bracket. It provides for 12 months of postpartum depression care. It provides for nursing uh, to come and visit the family if necessary, if they're in that uh, particular budget. Uh, so there is there is $40 million in this bill to help support moms and, uh, and babies. Um, again, you can't require a mom to carry a, a baby and not support her. And then uh, finally, to recap uh, your overall uh, view of uh, this special session, I mean, I, I know that uh, generally, uh, you know, this is uh, these happen in the fall, and this is what the first time that uh, you can recall at uh, a special mm-hmm. session taking place in the summer. Well, normally we don't have special session. Even in, in last year, we had it in the fall because we had to do redistricting, and the data was late from the federal government. But Normally, uh, we don't have a special session. We either have session from January to April or January to the middle of March. So this year, uh, things are so certainly different. Um, the fact that we had a record budget surplus that we needed to get the money back to the Hoosiers and then we also with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, so it required us to be there. Um, I, I, For me, I would have liked to have seen a little more money come back, but um, we uh, did what we could. We, we got you have to get 51 votes, and so this is where we are. So uh, I think you'll see another taxpayer refund in January as things continue to go as they are now. Um, I think you'll see pro-life legislation uh, go on for the rest of time. The next session, there will be bills that deal with this subject. It's not going to go away. It's not going to ever reach a position where everybody's happy. That's for sure. And so um, we'll just continue to do the best that we can to support moms and babies and uh, and try to, to uh, make sure that the health of the moms are, are a top priority. Uh, I think earlier you mentioned uh, um, about women's health care. Well, this is certainly going to make sure that if the abortion is done, it's done in a hospital facility where there's uh, doctors and, and support staff to make sure that this mom is uh, healthy throughout the process. All right, and then uh, anything else uh, <clears throat> before we let you get back to it? Well, there's a million dollars in here for safe haven baby boxes, um, and that can be used not only to install a box, a $10,000 grant to install the box, but you can also get a $10,000 grant for advertising and promotion of the box. So I'd like to see billboards all along I-74. Uh, um, you have a baby box in Lawrenceburg. You have one in Sunman. You have one in Batesville. You have one in Greensburg. And so uh, moms uh, in crisis in, in Ohio don't have baby boxes like we do. There's a couple over there, but not many. Kentucky doesn't have many. 
And so those moms can come across the river and, and use these baby boxes. So I'm excited that we can you know, promote this uh, process and give these moms an option that if they're brave enough to carry this baby to term, then they can surrender it to uh, another family to raise the baby as its own baby. And we also did away with the self-tax on diapers. I may have mentioned that, but uh, it's that's not a lot, but I think $60, $70 a, a year per family. Well, State Representative Randy Fry, uh, we sure appreciate your time and uh, willingness to come on uh, during the uh, special session. Um, continued success, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, once again down the road. Thank you, Tom.